Welcome to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepard. I'm here with Ed Cannon, who is president of FEBC. Ed, it's been a while since we talked about what's going on in Ukraine, so let's uh, let's spend the next few minutes talking about that. But we want to go beyond that to talk about our ministry in Russia as well, because there are many believers there who are listening to FEBC. So we need a report on that. Sure. And interestingly, Wayne, you know, the tie between Russia and Ukraine in a military conflict, obviously, in the news, but yet at FEBC, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ trying to achieve the same purpose in two very, very different yeah. worlds at the moment. It's a complex situation, and our hearts go out to uh, to our friends there. Uh, I'll let you introduce our guests in a moment, but let me just share a couple of notes we received from listeners in Ukraine recently. This person wrote to us and said, I felt the explosion. I'm shaking all over. I can hear people screaming. The explosion blew out one of my windows. I'm scared. And then they say, your prayers are helping me to be not so afraid. They're giving my heart peace. Isn't that great? And then a message from a Ukrainian soldier who said, thank you for the radio. I listen whenever I can, and I talk about your programs with the other soldiers. So we know we have listeners, untold numbers of listeners in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. And you just wonder about the soldier listening to the radio. I wonder if there's soldiers on the other side of the conflict that are listening as well, because we know that's happened in the past. But yeah, let me not waste any more time and introduce my friend, an FEBC director of FEBC Eurasia, Viktor Aktorov. We were talking about the difference between Russia and Ukraine broadcast for FEBC. And so interesting that Viktor is ethnically Russian, but grew up in Ukraine. And so he has kind of been our champion of both of those ministry fields here for a number of years, generating enormous responses. So I'm going to be quiet now and introduce my brother, FEBC well, Director, Victor. Victor Aktorov. It's good to be here. Why don't we start with Ukraine? Bring us up to date on what uh, what's going on as far as Radio M, our stations there, and uh, in the country in general. Well, of course, we we hear all the all the bad news uh, that's happening in this, um, you know, filling our days as well. Uh, what's happening in, in Kharkiv? What's happening in the Donbas regions? And as um, I keep keep repeating myself when I say that, because this is the reality where we live, that every single one team member on FBC team in Ukraine has lost someone. Mm. Um, we have. All of us have someone who, who died in, in this conflict, and some are very close friends, some are relatives, um, and it is uh, it is the brutal reality. At the same time, when, when we kind of step back a little bit, and I was talking to our Ukrainian leaders uh, last night, and uh, just just uh, kind of taking the temperature where where we are uh, on on the level of, of of the ministry, of the heart of the ministry, of the excitement and. Uh, they are so, so charged because we um, just a few weeks ago opened a station in Zaporizhia that uh, became our biggest market in Ukraine. This is the biggest city, over a million um, potential listeners. And we distributed since then thousands of radios uh, and many of them went to the soldiers who responded to the broadcast. But Thousands of people are listening, and the city of Zaporizhia is, is where the nuclear station is. Yes. And the nuclear station is controlled by the Russian forces. Zaporizhia itself is con- controlled by the Ukrainian forces. Um, it's always in the news. Nobody knows what's what's going to happen um, there. There's It's so dangerous. 
And and people feel that the listeners feel that uh, many are scared, afraid. What's what, what's what's gonna come? Um, what will happen to us if if something blows up? And that's only part of the reason why why so many people are responding from Zaporizhia. And the, the responses you read a couple of them, Wayne, but but we received them uh, on on a daily basis. Yeah, I know uh, you do dozens yeah. and dozens, dozens sure. of responses sure. like that. It is overwhelming in. In a, in a good sense, yeah. but since then, uh, just just on uh, August August fourth, we started broadcasting Kiev, uh, Ukraine, and this is this is a dream come true. This is uh, almost impossible for me. This this is a major story, isn't it? It is. You know, we we've been dreaming about uh, opening a station in Kiev, and uh, it was. Always kind of disappointing because they they would quote us some ridiculous prices and we would never have that much money. It's five million potential listeners. It is the center of Ukraine, and we were praying about it without having much faith. And then, and then we see God um, working uh, in a miraculous way, and uh, we get the license. For now, it's a temporary license to to broadcast for for the kind of wartime provision. And and the reason uh, the Ukrainian government is responding like that because they received so so many letters from soldiers, from commanders, from people who live in the occupied territories, uh, from people who are facing the war, um, who are responding and telling uh, the government this is what we need. And the commanders are saying our soldiers are becoming alive inside. We don't know what's happening. They're not Christians, you understand. They're just trying to express what's happening to their people mm. uh, as they listen. They, they receive hope. They start praying. We, we see them speak differently. And this is the effect um, that uh, Christian radio has on uh, non-Christian people. That is such a wonderful story, Ed. And I, I want, uh, again, to emphasize this. It is a miracle to have this broadcasting license now mm-hmm. in Kiev. Mm-hmm. A nation in the middle of war grants mm-hmm. a license mm-hmm. to FEBC to broadcast mm-hmm. in its capital city mm-hmm. so that people can receive the same kind of help there they're getting in other parts of the country. That's an amazing story. And the same thing happened in Zaporosh when we got that license just a few months ago. We felt like that was a miracle, but this is far surpassing that. You know, Wayne, though, there's lots of miracles in this. You think about a nation gripped by war, bombs, people dying, and yet the internet in that country is still <laughs> up and running right. functionally and allowing FEBC to be broadcasting on social media to literally millions of people every single day. Yeah. And that's not to mention the counseling and helpline that we have there as well. Well, that's exactly right. And Victor has expanded. Maybe you'd speak about that just a little bit, Victor. They've expanded during the wartime significantly the number of staff they've got responding. Yeah, when you say Victor has expanded, I, I feel so uh, <laughs> seriously speaking. And I, I, don't, I don't want to be... No, no, no I'm we, not talking about... We hear your heart, right brother. Now, we know. know. Yep. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but what I'm talking about, that uh, giving credit to God, because as you mentioned, uh, Ed, this, this, is, this is so incredible. Um, we, uh, we were doing... Um, and phone and counseling and some some of the online counseling and very successful and then that was such a fruitful ministry and then we started doing brought one person who is experienced uh, in doing online counseling just just talking to people on online because not everybody is comfortable mm-hmm. calling on the phone and in the past month uh, this ministry expanded so much so many people, hundreds of people are responding every day, and we cannot take all of them. 
And we already have a team of experienced people. Uh, and uh, to quote Dr. Bowman, uh, a FBC founder, who said, how, how do we find those people? God brings them to us. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what's happening today in Ukraine. People who have experience in, in counseling, who are Christians, who, who've been doing, you know, working, some of them were working for emergency hotlines for, for the government, but they wanted to evangelize. And now they are evangelizing as, as they're, as they're um, counseling people. Yeah. It is it is amazing uh, what, what God is doing in that area. You know, another issue that we didn't expect that God has blessed through this very, very troubling circumstance in Ukraine. When we Before the war started, um, I had met the staff. We had just opened our new studio in uh, downtown Kiev. We have a very youthful, very passionate, very excited staff there. The number of FEBC staff in, in Ukraine— are very, very young, and I would say to a degree inexperienced. But as only God could orchestrate, this situation of the war comes along, and, and Victor and I have chatted about how this experience has so accelerated the maturity and the mm-hmm. development mm-hmm. and the seasoning of these young broadcasters to the point where we can physically witness the changes in their ability to minister from the beginning of the war to now. And and uh, Victor, we've seen a number of examples of that, haven't you? Exactly, and uh, one of them is Irina, who, who is heading the, the counseling team. The other one is Ina, who is just thirty years old, and and she uh, she is leading so many young women to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it's amazing how how many followers she has, and then uh, how effective she is in ministering the gospel. And um, we realize that we are a young team, so we are bringing some experienced people, uh, pastors uh, who are able to minister so so we always invite them as guests yeah. and and they feel charged because um, because they they see how they can talk to the masses not just to to christians um when you said you said in the beginning in, the, in your remarks that that we um, broadcast to christians uh, but uh, the vast majority of our people are not christians right are yeah that's an important point so to be made Christ, sure yeah to, to unbelievers so and uh and pastors are excited when they understand they have this platform yeah Talking with Viktor Oktorov here is our FEBC director for Eurasia, which includes Ukraine and Russia. Let's talk about Russia, our ministry there. Uh, this is a horrible act of aggression towards Ukraine by the Russian government and military. But we have to remember we have ministry and God is using our, our ministry in Russia to reach souls for Christ. So can you give us a perspective on that, Victor? We were just sitting with our program director and our number one broadcaster who has to now broadcast to Russia from outside the country because of multiple death threats. Um, on on occasion, he has more than a million people watching him online at one point on one network, and he has hmm. seven of them. Um, so, so the broadcasts in Russia are very popular and are still, the number of listeners are still growing. At the same time, so many people... It's a staggering number, Ed. It is. <laughs> it is. And, and we, again, one of, one of those moments when, when you realize we talk 
about millions of listeners. I don't know anybody in the States. I don't know anybody, honestly, in the world who has more listeners than than this simple guy that, that you know, uh, we, we've known for, for so many years and, and we've seen his, his ministry grow. Um, but um, we were talking about it and, and the politics of it. Uh, you know, uh, you, you mentioned the brutal aggression of Russia against Ukraine, and that's what it is. That's what it is. It's so black and white. But what do you do with that when you talk to the last uh, Russian listeners? And, and as, as you know, Ed, uh, and you you spent so so many so many hours with Dr. Bob Bowman, and mm. FBC has always been non-political. Mm-hmm. We are about proclaiming Jesus, mm-hmm. and this is a very difficult uh, kind of situation. How do you proclaim the truth of Jesus in this dark situation? Uh, in in and the amount of lies and propaganda and, and craziness that is going on in Russia today is just staggering. So one way to do it is, is just to say no to war. Uh, you know, we are against the war. Let, let's go and, and, and talk about that. And some people are doing that. I know some, some Christians who are doing that. And, and that, that, that's okay. But what we decided to do is to stick uh, to what um, we exist for, which is inspire people to follow Jesus Christ. Keep those millions of listeners and inspire them to follow Jesus Christ. This is what the FBC is all about. And uh, as we do that, um, as we stay faithful to to the mission of FBC, we see God doing his miracles in Russia, one person by one person, uh, thousand by thousand. And it is... Um, I don't know how to describe the feeling. It's all, almost scary as, as we are in this difficult political situation. And um, we should be uh, kind of closing down. Dozens and dozens of media organizations um, were relocated, closed down, shut down. We are still broadcasting today, yeah. August of 2022, and the response is growing yeah. and the number of listeners are growing. Fabulous. So only, the, only God. Huh? Only God. And I think, Victor, I'll recall not too many months ago, we were on a Zoom call with a number of your staff, and, and they were sharing to me that, yeah, it is in fact, your strategy is in fact to be Christian radio to non-Christians, which makes all the sense in the world. If our goal is to bring people to Christ— uh, we use this unfortunate circumstance of war when people are scared and therefore seeking. And one of the staff shared on the Zoom call that she didn't know exactly how to broadcast in this situation. Is it different than normal circumstances where the war is going on? And and she she shared that just simply reading the Bible over the radio is something that now works and and, and hadn't before and it just takes me to a verse from the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians. I did not come to you with brilliance of speech or wisdom. I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. My speech and my preaching were not persuasive words of wisdom, but with a simple demonstration of the Spirit's power. And it just seemed to me like as she was sharing that not knowing exactly how to broadcast to these hurting and uh, desperate people, she just read the Bible over the radio and had a tremendous response to that. That's the power of the kingdom of God through his word in, in, empowered by the Spirit. So we pray for FEBC Ukraine staff there in Ukraine as the, they're, they're suffering in some very difficult circumstances, but yet upholding 
the Word of God as the platform of their ministry. You men have given us a very clear word in the fog of war here today, which is the title of this podcast today. And I urge you to share this information with others. Of course, it's on our website, febc.org. Victor, any final word that you want to leave with us of encouragement, how we can pray more effectively? Um, It is um, my request uh, that you pray for the people who are doing the broadcast. But uh, when I talk to them and I ask them, what should we be praying about? They are saying, pray for our listeners, especially yeah. first-time listeners who just get introduced to FEBC. Right. So they become followers of Christ. Right. And one final point I'd like to make, Ed and Victor, is the fact that the staff we're talking about are doing this under the duress of war and under the duress of living in apart from their homes that they've known, apart from their families in most cases, and we need to pray for them and, uh, as Victor said, for their listeners, too. So, Victor Oktarov, thank you, brother. Thank you. Wonderful to be with you, Victor. Sure appreciate your time and Wayne to be with you. All right. That'll wrap it up. Thank you for listening to our podcast until all have heard. Our producer is Joe Carlson. And if you'd like more information, go to the website, febc.org. There's lots of information there. There's actually a, a crisis page set up for this very topic. So go there to febc.org. This has been Until All Have Heard, a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company.